Praise the Lord. Grab your Bibles. Proverbs chapter 29. It's great to have Fremont and Hayward, Oakland all together. The devil said it couldn't be done. He don't know my God. Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18. We're just going to read one verse. Where there is no vision, the people will perish. Let's pray. Father, I pray that you would be with us here tonight. Lord God, remove me. Place your Holy Spirit behind this pulpit. That he that has an ear, let him hear. Let him that has an eye, let him see this vision that you have called us to have. I thank you, Lord God, for such great men and women that have gone before us that seen the vision, Lord God, in San Jose, in San Francisco, in Hayward, in Oakland, Lord God, Fremont, Lord Jesus, in the surrounding cities. Thank you, Father, for what you've done within our lives. Lord, let there be a freshness of seeing your vision once again. Father, we give you all the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' mighty name. And all together we said... Amen. Before you're seated, shake your neighbor's hand and ask them, do you see it? Then you can be seated. Thank you, worship team. I know you're still catching your breath there a little bit. I know some of you just had your New Year's resolution fulfilled right now. Tonight I'm very excited to have Oakland with us. My wife is from Oakland, so I'm very excited to have you with us. I always say the most beautiful women come from Oakland. I got to. I got the most beautiful. I grew up in Fremont. I went to school there 13 years of my life. Played baseball, basketball. Got involved there uh, for a number of years, so... Fremont is very, very uh, close to me. I, I think I probably got my hair cut there in Fremont for 20 years with Arsenio and uh, going there all the time. So I feel, I feel also very close with Fremont as well. And, of course, here in the heart of the Bay where God has called us to be. And something that is real exciting about it is that God has brought us together for a reason and for a purpose. Can I hear an Amen. St. Augustine said, faith is to believe what you do not yet see. The reward for faith is to see what you believe. The other day, it even happened again. I have four children. One of them is just a crazy kid. You always got to keep an eye on, on, an eye on him. They go everywhere. These kids just run all over the place. And a lot of times I just sometimes I just want to relax. Just like, let me relax. But the kids don't allow you to. So one time I remember I was sitting on the couch watching the television. And I was sitting there and the television was a little elevated on top of like a little dresser there. And my son came in. He was two years old at the time. And he came in. And he said, Daddy. He didn't really, you know, speak very clear. But I can kind of hear what he was saying. He said, Daddy. 
sippy cup, sippy cup. And, you know, I just want to relax. Like, I don't want to go searching in the couches. I don't want to go all over the place right now. Just let me sit and watch this TV show. And my son, Dad, sippy cup. And I'm like, oh, man. But as I was, my eyes were glancing, I saw right next to the TV his sippy cup. And so I go, oh, Stevie, it's, it's right there. And my son turns and he goes, I don't see it. He says, Stevie, it's right there. And he goes, Dad, like if he's 20 years old, I don't see it. I'm like, dude, you're two years old. Don't be talking to me like that. And I'm getting frustrated now. I'm like, Stevie, it's right there. Get the sippy. You can get it. You can grab it. You're a, you're a little monkey. You grab all, you go all over the place in your room. You know how to climb things. Get the thing. And so it's like, I don't see it. And finally, I was just like, you know what? So I, I got up from laying on the couch. I picked him up, and then I turned him around. I said, see it? It's right there at the TV. And he's like, oh. And then I put him back down, and then I sat down. I said, okay, now you go get it. I had him go get it. Now, the thing about it is that many times our father is just like that, our heavenly father. We come to Jesus. We say, God, you got something for me? He goes, yes, I do. It's right over there. And we come and say, God, I don't see it. And he's saying, it's right there. He said, but God, I don't see it. It's right there. But God, your promise is where? It's right there. And so because we don't see it, we don't move. But then all of a sudden, God, what does he do? He picks us up, he turns us around, and he says, there it is. And then we go, oh. But then the thing about it, God puts us back down and says, okay, now you go get it. You go get it. So I'm going to show it to you, but you need to do your part. I'm going to give you your promise, but you got to do your part. Tell your neighbor, you do your part. I don't know if, it, if it's ever happened to you before, but have you ever been looking for your sunglasses? You've been looking all around, and they're right here on your head. Man, that bothers me so much. It's right here. The funny thing about it is that many times we're always looking for something, and God says, look, it's right here. All you got to do is just transform your mind. It's right there on the top of your head. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. See, if you want to see it, you got to transform this. Transform it. And watch, I'm telling you, you're going to see things that you've never seen before. And once you see it, you're going to do things you've never done before. You're going to go places you've never gone before. And my friend, I'm telling you, this vision is awesome. I would have never thought I was going to be in South Africa, and there I was, seeing right before my very eyes, gang members changed Drug addicts changed. Moms coming, crying for their son. Changed for the honor and glory of God. Can I hear an amen? See, if you're going to do a great work for God, then you need to have a vision. I like what Aaron Rand said. He said, throughout the centuries, there were men who took first steps down new roads, armed with nothing but their own vision. That's why I thank God for the men and the women that went before us, that did some great things for God, even when the seeing looked impossible. I even see right here, Pastor Larry and Pastor Gilbert, they're right here uh, in, in this church. Man, just to see what God is doing, I mean, I love San Francisco. I love that city. I think it's a great city. It has the World Series champions in that city. Come on now. 
I love it. I think it's, see, some of you right now, all of a sudden, tension's starting to stir up in you right now. Don't worry, Raider fans. Can you see it? Can you see it? Can you see it? It's happening. It's on its way. It's on its way. Need to give you some hope right there. Amen. It's on its way. But I'm telling you, the, the men that went before us, there was no exact model. How do I win Oakland for Jesus? Like, there were big churches. Of course, there's always been big churches. But who's going to reach out to the drug addict in Oakland? Who's going to do that? Who's going to reach out to the gang member on the Mission District in San Francisco? Who's going to do that? No, the, you know what they only do in the Mission District? I'll feed you. I just don't want you to come to my church. Right? And for those of you from the city, you know what I'm talking about. They'll do little things here and there, but as far as actually taking the time to be there with you, and say, okay, that's too much for me. To actually do something there in Fremont. Fremont's supposed to be a nice community. There's no gang members in Fremont. <laughs> you know what was crazy? I went to a Christian school. Trip out on this. I went to a Christian school. I graduated in 1997. In 1999, somebody handed me a newspaper article. Look at this. There is... Uh, I want to say seven high schools, eight high schools in Fremont. That's a big city right there. They have like seven or eight high schools. They got quite a bit. American, Kennedy, Fremont Christian, uh, California School of the Deaf, uh, Washington. I mean, they got quite a few. It's Irvington. They got some big schools. It's very spread out. Somebody handed me an article in 1999. I'll never forget this. And it said, Fremont Christian smokes pot. That's where I went to school, right? Smokes pot. It said because per capita, per, in other words, per student, Fremont Christian had the most smokers in Fremont. I said, this is a lie. We're supposed to be a Christian school. We're, this is Fremont. This is nice. And the enemy says, you can look at nice all you want. I know what I'm doing in that city. See, my friend, can you see it? Can you see the need that is out there? I don't know, I don't care what people say and what people are viewing. Can you see the need? Can you see what God is trying to do within your life for that city there in Fremont, there in Hayward, there in Oakland? Can you see it? Tell your neighbor, can you see it? Helen Keller said this quote, and it affected my life many, many years ago. Helen Keller, a blind woman, she said, the most pathetic person in the world is someone who has sight but no vision. Someone who has sight but no vision. Listen, I want you to know something. Listen to me, Oakland. Listen to me, Hayward, Fremont. This vision, it's for you. This is a powerful, powerful vision that we are a part of. You just saw it right here. You just seen what God is doing all over the world, and not just here, but in Germany, in Asia, in Europe. Just seeing what God is doing. Can you see the vision? Or are you just caught up with, well, it's just me and my little problems here in my little block. My friend, it's bigger than just that. It's bigger than just seeing what's right in front of you, what you look at in the mirror. It's more than that. It's a bigger vision. Who is this vision for? This vision's for your family. Christ himself loves the family as he himself is called the Father. Christ loves the family so much that he himself would call himself the Father. The vision is also for our friends, those who are very close to your hearts. It's funny, but a lot of times with our friends, we get into it. But then when all of a sudden something happens to our friends, we feel it. We feel it because those are our friends. We may get into it, but those are my friends. 
So this vision is also for those that are close to your heart. And also, you know who this vision's for? This vision's for your foes, your enemies. Even some of you that are sitting here right now in this room, before you got saved, you used to go at it. You used to go at it from different street corners, from different areas. Some of you, I even heard a, a testimony of a couple of pastors that did not know until they got saved. But many years later, they became pastors. They started discussing stories. And then all of a sudden, they found out, oh, my gosh, I was in that same shootout you were. See, this vision is even for your enemies. It's even for your enemies. But then also this vision, it's also for your future. In other words, for the people that you have never even met yet. The people that don't even know it, but they're on their way. Tell your, tell your neighbor they're on their way. See, the thing about vision, vision is the plan and you got to go and move even without the ball. For those of you that play sports, that you've played football or, or, or baseball or basketball, they tell you all the time, move without the ball. And the reason why you're supposed to move without the ball, because there is a plan. And even though it's not in your hands yet, it's on its way. It is on its way. For those of you that play football or may not understand, I'm going to try my best. What it is, is just like a quarterback. And a quarterback is there, and he gets the ball. And as he gets the ball, he starts looking, who am I going to throw it to? Now, if the wide receiver is just standing there like, you better give me this ball. I, I, I earned this thing. Give me the ball. I want the ball. The quarterback's going to look and say, I ain't giving you nothing because you're not fulfilling the plan that I told you to do. So if you want to grab a hold of this thing, even without the ball, even though you don't see it right now, what you need to do is you need to run. And as you run, the quarterback's going to throw it. And then, my friend, as you get there, it's on its way. It's going to come right there. Listen, my friend, I want you to know something, Victory Outreach Fremont. I know you guys are on your way. You're going to be getting your building. You don't see it, but it's on its way. It's on its way. I know Victory Outreach Oakland, you guys are looking for your building. I think all three of us are looking for our building. We don't have a building. This is nice, but this ain't our building. But I want you to know something. It's on its way. It's on its way. It's coming. But you need to just keep and stick to the plan. Move without the ball. Move without the ball. It's on its way. Can I hear an amen? See, now what does this vision do, number one, just really quickly? I want to give you just a few things that this vision does. Number one is that this vision, it guides us. It guides us. See, many people, they have no idea where they are going. But you and I, this is able to make sure that God has called you and I, that we know where we are going. It is a revelation from God. Psalms 119 verse 105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. You know what that means? Uh, that back in the days, in the Bible times, or when they would travel and they would journey, what they would do is they would put a little box and they would tie it around their ankles. Because what they would do is if they were going to journey from one city to the next and they had to get there because a matter of time, they wouldn't travel by day, they would travel by night. See, you and I, we could travel by night and there's lights. You can, you can go from Fremont all the way to Oakland and just drive down Mission, East 14th International. You'll hit it. You'll get there because the lights will guide you. Well, back then, they didn't have lights to guide them. So what they would do is they would get this box, and inside the box, they would tie it around. Inside of it would be a candle. And they would light that candle so as they would walk, they would be able to see right in front of them. And all of a sudden, if there was a cliff, they would know, don't go that way. Because if there was no moon, they really couldn't see nothing at all. 
That's why the Bible says, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. But the thing about it, look at this. It wasn't able to show you hundreds of feet. It would just show you just right in front of you. Just right in front of you. That's all you needed. See, some of you, you want to see the whole thing. But the thing about it, if God were to show you the whole thing, more than likely you would look and go, oh, I ain't doing that. That's too much right there. You want to send me where? I ain't going over there. I know, I know they're talking about African-American, but I ain't that African. Hold on one second. See, some of you, you want to call yourself, I'm African-American. But when we say, let's send you to Africa. Oh, okay, I ain't going that much. See, that's why God, he just shows you just enough. He shows you just enough of what you need. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. This vision, what does it do? It guides you. It puts you on the right path. The lines, the boundaries that are there, they help you. They help you to get to where you need to go. Because if you get outside the lines, don't get mad if you say, man, how come my car's off the cliff? You didn't stay within the lines. The vision will guide you. The vision will protect you. Can I hear an amen? The Bible says, pray ye the Lord of the harvest. Even here, Peter's example had a specific ministry for the calling to the Jews. Paul had a specific ministry for the Gentiles. Victory outreach. We have a specific ministry to the inner city. Can I hear an amen? Treasures of darkness. This vision is the, is the extent of the ministry that we're going to have. See, some have a local ministry, but many have a global mandate. That's what this vision is able to do. And I want you to know something. Listen to me. The success of this ministry is always going to depend upon the vision that God has given us. Our success, listen, listen to me. Hear me out very nice and clear. Our vision, our, the success of our vision is not based upon how big our events are. Hear me out loud and clear. That's not the success of this ministry. The success of this ministry is based upon the men and women that come off of the streets and to turn their life over to God. You know how long I've been in this ministry? I've been in this ministry for a long time. You know how many times I've been doing events? Thousands of people. I mean, we get thousands, 10,000, right? Those of you guys from Oakland and Fremont, you guys put on events too, right? You get thousands of people. All these people come. But then all of a sudden you come back to church and go, man, how come that's not happening? And you feel unsuccessful. If you've never been there yet, you will be. You will be. You're going to have thousands of people, and then you come to church the next day and go, man, how come I only got 100 people? What's going on here? Because you know why? The success of our ministry is not based on an event. The success of our ministry is the vision that God has given us. You've got to keep moving. You've got to keep going forward. Keep going with this. It will guide you. It will protect you. So even in the times when you feel discouraged, the vision, it helps guide you. It helps put you on the right track. Even though you feel like, man, I don't think I can do it, get a hold of this vision. It will guide you. It will put you on the right track. Man, I don't think no one's hearing me. My friend, get on the path. It will guide you. This vision, it will put you right there. Listen to me, Victory Outreach, Fremont, Hayward, and Oakland. God is doing something here in the East Bay, but you got to stick to the vision. Stick right there. I'm telling you, it's on its way. It's coming. Tell your neighbor, it's on its way. Another thing that vision does is that vision, it unites us. It unites us. In other words, we are more than just a movement. We're a family. I like what Pastor Sonny said that. He said we're more than a movement. We're a family. See, when we come together, we're not just a bunch of churches coming together. We're actually brothers and sisters coming together. Now, for those of you that this may be your first time, you're from uh, Fremont, and somebody told you just come along. You're like, where are we going? Just come along. Now, 
don't get a little weird when somebody comes up to you that you've never seen before and goes, God bless you, brother. And you're like, my parents had more kids than I knew not of? No. It's just here in Victory Outreach, we're like, hey, brother, how you doing? Hey, sister, what's going on? That's our mama church. That's the mother church. See, because here we're a family. This is a family. We're not just any organization. Sure, if you want to put that down on paper, sure, put it on paper. But I don't look at paper. I look right here. This is a family. See, when we see each other, now listen, listen to me. Even though we're a family, sometimes families, we have tiffles. I don't even know if that's a word. I just made it up. I don't like tiffs. I like tiffles. We have little squabbles, little misunderstandings here and there. Oh, man. But guess what? That doesn't mean you're not my brother no more. It doesn't mean, that, oh, man, that's it. Why did she say that? I know she was talking. But she's still your sister. She's, he's still your brother. We're a family. Somebody say family. See, there is a love for one another and a sense of belonging. Even different nationalities, different languages, different cultures. But yet we're still family. One thing that, that, that I love, man, my wife, she cooks. Oh, man, she gets down with some fried chicken. Boy, she gets down. She hasn't cooked the grits yet. I think she, oh, maybe she did, huh? I think she did. I don't know. I don't remember. She's working on that. But, man, it's awesome. Now, I know some of you, when you first came to Victory Outreach, all of a sudden you started hearing lumpia. What's a lumpia? I've never heard of a lumpia. It's crazy. Man, I, I got to give props to, you know, uh, it, I'm of Latin descent, but I'll be honest. I'm not Mexican. I'm not Mexican. I'm really not. Now, for those of you who think, what? I'm Mexican. Okay, if you're really Mexican, go to Mexico and then tell me if you're Mexican. Because you'll go there and you'll go, oh, my God, they live in these huts? That's crazy. You're not Mexican. Stop it. You're American. That's really what you are. But different nationalities, these different foods. I love eating these different foods. Man, when I went to Africa, I seen all these foods. I was like, wow, look at this. Now, I know some people are like, oh, wait, you know. You know, Americans, we're a bunch of prideful people, man. We really are. Oh, oh okay. No, no, no. Now, in some cultures, Africa, they don't really trip. But in some cultures, they take offense to that. You won't eat my food? Wow. They'll never invite you back. Matter of fact, even in some cultures, not only will they not invite you back, they'll talk about you behind your back because you didn't eat their food. I'm serious. But see, here in Victory Outreach, it brings us together. Oh, bring it all. I'll take it. What do you got, empanada? I'll take an empanada. All right, what do, what, what do you got? You got some grits? Bring on the grits, whatever you got. What you got over here? You got some burritos? That's awesome. Bring it on over. I'll take it all. It brings us together. See, the vision unites us. It brings it as a family. Somebody say family. See, God's vision unites us with a common purpose, reaching the inner cities of the world. United we can. How many of you here, you, you, you are United We Can members? Raise your hand. You're United We Can members. Listen, for those of you that are not, I want to highly, 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 highly encourage you to become a part of United We Can. You just saw the results. This is the fruit when you saw the video. That's the fruit of United We Can. So for all of you that are United We Can members, you need to know this. Your dollar's working. Your dollar's working. 
It's going a long way. United, we can. I'll never forget the first time that I went to the, the Philippines, and I went there, and it was a trip. They called me a Philam. That's what they call me. I'm a Philam. And for those of you that what's a Philam? A Filipino-American, because I kind of looked Filipino, they said. Oh, you look, you Filipino, you Filipino. Philam, Philam. I'm like, all right, Philam. But when my father went there, oh, no, 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 he ain't no Philam. Oh, that's American. That's American right there. There was this guy, we had a, uh, a missionary that went there. Uh, his name was Brother Randall. Oh, I'll never forget it. Black brother. They stick out in the Philippines. Everywhere, I'm not making this up. I wish I was making this up. Everywhere we went, ooh, Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson, 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 Tyson. Everywhere we went. After a while, I am not joking. He just started signing autographs. Mike Tyson. <laughs> Mike Tyson. But yet, who in the world that is not Filipino is going to go over there and say, God called me to go there? Who's going to do that? You would think, oh, let the Filipino, they, let them do it. God said, no, I need a big six-foot-one Mexican to go over there and reach the Filipinos. See, some of you think, okay, God's going to raise up a Russian. No, God's going to raise up you. God's going to raise up a German. No, he's going to raise up you. See, a lot of times we tend to think God is going to use them. God, no, no, God has given you a vision to go out there. God is putting a country on your heart, whether it is Prague or Germany. They're in Europe and Spain. And listen, don't think for a second, oh, they got churches over there. No, they still need workers. We still need workers that are out there. You know what the Bible says? The Bible says that there was a man who was paralyzed, and they brought him together. There was four men. One grabbed that end. One grabbed that end. Another grabbed that end. Another one. And they picked them up. They did it together. Listen, my friend, in this vision, we got to do this together. Tell your neighbor, we got to do it together. The great thing that I love Victory Outreach, we are, are the largest inner city ministry in the world. In the world. I got stuck in cities that I can't even pronounce their name, but all of a sudden I got on the phone. I said, hey, is there a victory outreach here? And, I, and then all of a sudden they said, yep, we'll go pick you up at the airport right now. Just like that because that's what family does. We're in this together. I can go into almost any major inner city in the world, and there's a victory outreach there. I love that. I love, I love that I can Skype, see face-to-face -face on a computer, and talk to somebody there from El Salvador. That's awesome. And not just talk to them, but have a common vision. Talk about the same things. Be heart to heart. Can I, have it? Can I hear an amen? See, my friend, there is an anointing that is upon this ministry, and we are very unique. My friend, we're unique. And if you don't know we're unique, all you got to do is just look at the person next to you, and you can tell, oh, yeah, we're unique. We're very unique. See, this is something that God has called us to be, and I'm excited about it to see what God is doing. Even I myself, as a young man, I grew up, I didn't grow up a drug addict. I didn't grow up a gang member. I didn't grow up an alcoholic, but I want to tell you something. Just because I didn't grow up like that does not mean that I don't have a heart for that. I don't know what it is. To this day, no matter where I go, 
no matter what, I can go to the movies, I can go to the store. It just pops out at me. I mean, I can go there. I just want to buy some cereal. That's all I want to do. I just want to buy cereal. I go in there. I want to buy cereal. That's it. I'm going in there. I'm walking in there, and I'm just going to buy cereal. That's it. I don't want nothing else. I just want to buy cereal. So guess what I do? I go to the store, and I just want to buy what? Cereal. That's all I want to do. I just want to buy cereal. And I go in there. I'm ready to buy cereal. And what do I do? I look to my right, and I see somebody, a gang member who's hurting. And I'm like, forget the cereal. I just want to do that. Why? Because it's the anointing. See, some of you have this in your mind. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna raise up. God's good. Okay, I'm gonna have a good family. I'm gonna be a good person. I'm gonna be an extra guy. I'm gonna just get off drugs. That's all I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna get off drugs. I'm gonna be a good person. I'm just gonna be a good person now. I'm not gonna steal no more. I'm gonna be great. Then all of a sudden, the anointing comes upon you, and you're over there. Because the anointing that God has given us, you have an anointing, a specific anointing. See, what this vision also does is that this vision empowers us. Can I hear an amen? See, we, we must remember that this is God's vision. Unless it is God that is building the house, the Bible says, the labor, he labors in vain. See, we must develop a heart of God for the ministry. In the book of Acts, the example of the men that were sent out, they were first told to go into the upper room and wait there before they went out. See, God's vision is filled with passion and filled with zeal. We are called to be a people of passion. A people of passion. One thing that I love that is just, it's different about Victory. I, I don't know. I, I can't explain it. But, man, I love it when I, when I hear Pastor Larry or Pastor Anthony or, or the different pastors. You hear Pastor Rob or, or, or Pastor Eddie, Pastor Jose, all these different pastors. And they get up here and they start shouting and they're moving. And you're like, we're going to take the world. Many other ministries, when they hear, we're going to take the world. They go, oh, my God. That man lost his voice. That's crazy over there. I'm going to lose that my voice if I go to that church. Oh, my God. It's not that we're raising our voice. We're passionate. I'm passionate about this thing. I'm passionate about reaching the inner cities of the world. I'm passionate. Whenever people call me up and they say, hey, can you help me? Sometimes even if I don't feel like it, guess what I do? My passion rises up and says, I'm there. I'm passionate about this thing. See, the vision, it empowers you. And for some of you that are saying, man, I want that, you've got that. You have got that. That's what you're a part of. There is passion that is flowing through your veins. It's in your DNA. It's a part of who you are. Passionate. Listen to me. You're not in the third largest city in California by accident, Fremont. Did you even know that? You're in the third largest city in California? Probably didn't even know that, did you? You're the third largest city in California. As far as land, it's huge. Fremont is huge. How many districts does Fremont have? A bunch. They got so, it's very big. I mean, it's humongous. It touches all the way to like, uh, what is it, like Pleasanton, all the way on the other side. It goes down, almost touches beyond Milpitas. It's humongous. Fremont's huge. You know what it's going to take? It's going to take passion to people. Passion to people that see just beyond. See, some of you, I know you go there to the community center every Sunday, and that's all you see. You say, man, I just see a community center. No, my friend, you got to see beyond that. you got to see beyond that. 
passion allows you to see beyond. It empowers you. Even if you say, well, I, I was never a gang member. I was never a drug. I can't, I can't go talk to them. They don't, they don't know me. I don't know that person. But when you're filled with passion, you'll walk right up to them and say, hey, Jesus loves you. Jesus died for you. God has a plan. See, a lot of times, you know what we're waiting for? And listen to me, Victory Outreach, listen to me loud and clear. When it comes to evangelism, don't wait for a flyer. Don't wait for a flyer. I want you to know something. You know what a flyer is? A flyer is prom promotion. It's not evangelism. You know where evangelism comes from? Right here. This is where it comes from. You know one thing that I've picked up on? Look, look at this. I picked up on this. My wife, she likes to do this a lot. She'll see certain people. She'll see certain uh, uh, men and women, and she goes right up to them, talk to them. And I see her sometimes. I go, man, what are you doing? That's crazy. You know what I looked at? And then all of a sudden, I see her do it more and do it more and do it more. You know what I saw in her? I go, oh, my gosh. She does this just like Sister Sylvia. She does the same thing. Because when all of a sudden, when the heart is connected, it just comes out. I've seen Sister Sylvia do it many times. But even more so than that, I've seen the discipleship in my wife. Because when it's passion, passion leaks. Passion leaks. Listen to me, parents. Those of you that think, oh, my children don't see me. Yes, they do see you. They see everything that you do. Because why? Passion leaks. It comes off. With Joshua. A passion leaks. With David, passion leaked. With Gideon, passion leaked. With Victory Outreach International, passion leaks. With Victory Outreach Oakland, passion leaks. With Victory Outreach Fremont, passion leaks. With Victory Outreach Heart of the Bay, passion leaks. With East Bay United, passion leaks. One thing that my father used to always say, he said, there is never going to be a lack of sinners. So there should never be a lack of evangelists. Never be. Where men and women are passionate for the things of God. You know what passion is? Passion is contagious. It's contagious. The opposite of passion is apathy. That's why sometimes you see some people that they become very apathetic. In other words, when they go, oh, I've been there. I've done that. That's good for that. I've already done that. You know what? One thing that really inspires me when I see Pastor Sonny, you know how old Pastor Sonny is? I think he's like 72, 3, 74, right around there. He's 74 years old, and he's still traveling to Africa. When the doctors are telling him, listen, uh, you shouldn't travel like that. You know what he did? He went from Africa to Europe, from Europe to Cuba. You got to be kidding me. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Some of you, sometimes you can barely go, I ain't going to my living room. I just want to sit right here. That's too far. Listen to me, Victory Hour. I'm going to be closing right here. Do not, please, 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 do not have the attitude of I've already been there, done that. I've been there. I've done that. And especially here in this church, the, we, we have churches, we've been around quite a long time. We haven't just been around just a short amount of time. We've been around a long time. And even those of you from Fremont, you've been around a long time. You've been around a while. And it's very easy. Listen to me. It's very easy to get caught up in, let the youngsters do it. It's their turn. 
very easy to do that. But that's why when you read in Scripture and you'll see these men that said, you know what? Come on, Caleb. What do you think? Yeah, Joshua, I think we could do this. Man, I got more vigor. I got more fire. I got more strength right now at 80 years old than I did when I was younger. Let's do this. Give me that mountain. I'm ready for that thing. I know other people may feel that I'm old, but I'm ready. Give me that. I want that right there. That's mine. Listen to me, Oakland. Some of you, you got to start looking at Oakland and not looking at the news and saying, oh, man, poor Oakland. Some of you got to start looking at the news saying, man, give me my city. That's my city. I'm going to be taking back those gang members and drugging. That's my mountain. It's mine. And Fremont, when you see the men and women that are hurting, you got to get it inside of you. This is my city. I'm going to win this thing. Just don't drive by in the city saying, oh, man, poor people. This is just crazy. No, you're the one that is supposed to reach them. The one thing that I love about Victory Hours is that, man, we're not a 1-800 commercial. We're not a 1-800 commercial. In other words, you're not going to see us with a commercial with the phone number and says, just give and we'll do the work. No, we say, no, we want you to come and give of your efforts. Give of your passion. Give of your time, your talents, your treasures. Give. Let that passion leak. Let it come out. Listen to me, Fremont. There's a dying city out there. Oakland, oh my gosh, all I hear, everywhere I go, when I introduce myself in, uh, in Africa, in Europe, in Asia, you know what I have to say? Whenever I say where I'm from, they go, where are you from? I go, I'm from Hayward. They go, where's that? And I always have to say, it's right next to Oakland. I always have to say that. Wherever I go, we're right next to Oakland. They go, oh, okay, well, we know where you're at. But you know the thing about it is that sometimes Oakland, they get more known for the violence in that city. So that's why even sometimes... When I, when I witness, and I've witnessed plenty of times in Los Angeles, I'll never forget, I was witnessing, and I told people, hey, you should come to our church. They go, oh, okay. And they go, where are you from? Well, I'm from Hayward. They're in Oakland. Right away, the first thing, Oakland, I would never drive through there. <laughs> right away. That's like one of the first things you hear. I'll never go, well, that's too violent. You know how revival starts? Read, study church history. Study it. It happens when all of a sudden, genuine conversion begins to take place. And you will see that all of a sudden, in order for that to sustain, there's a passionate group of people that all of a sudden starts seeing regeneration happen within that city and within that community. And then when that happens, a fire starts. And a fire catches. See, you're not in a big city by accident. You're in a big city because there's waiting for a big fire to happen. For this fire that is about to take place. Whew, I'm telling you, listen to me, Oakland. Listen to me. You're in a big city, one of the largest cities in California, one of the largest cities in America. You're not there by accident. You're not there by accident. You're in a big city there on purpose. You know what it means? It needs big people with big passion that are passionate about their city. That when you hear the violence, you don't treat it like a joke. Violence is not a joke. It's not something where you go, oh, man, that's poor. No, you say, man, I'm looking at the news. I need to get on my knees, and I need to pray for my city. It's my city. I got to pray for it. It needs people filled with passion. Passionate people. 
passionate man. You're a part of an anointed, anointed vision. It's going to guide you. It's going to empower you. It's going to unite us. It brings us together. Listen to me, Fremont, Oakland, Hayward. God is going to do something in 2013. I believe it with all my heart. I truly believe it. It's going to, something is about to break loose in 2013. It's on its way. It's on its way. But some of you are like, man, I feel like diverting from the plan. No, my friend, it's on its way. But, man, the enemy, he keeps on telling me, it's on its way. But I don't see it right now. It's okay. It's on its way. Something is about to burst open in Oakland. Something is about to burst open in Fremont. Something is about to burst open in the heart of the bay. It's on its way. It's on its way. It's on its way. It's on its way. It's coming. It's coming. But I don't see it. It's coming. But I don't see it. It's, it's coming. It's coming. Stick to it. But, man, my marriage is falling apart. It's coming. It's coming. Stick to the plan. Stick to the plan. But I don't have it. It's on its way. It's coming. It's coming. It's on its way. Way. East Bay United. The vision brings us together. It empowers us and it guides us. Victory Outreach Oakland. Victory Outreach Heart of the Bay. Victory Outreach Fremont. Our cities need passionate people. Men and women that are full of passion, full of power. Our cities need us. We cannot be satisfied with where. We are at. Stand with me here this evening. Even Paul told Timothy to fan the flame. Fan the flame. Don't be satisfied with where you're at. Don't be satisfied with just coming and saying, Whew, at least I made it to church another time. Listen, you're here on a Sunday night. You don't even have to be here. But you chose to be here. Why? Because you want to be set on fire. Because you want God to do something within your family, within your marriage, within your ministry. Some of you hear that you're involved in a ministry. You're involved there. And you're saying, man, I, it just keeps being the same old thing. The same. It's on its way. Keep fighting that fight. Keep going with it. Listen, I cannot wait. I cannot wait till I go to Victory Outreach Oakland and Fremont and our churches are this big on a Sunday night. On a Sunday night. Where I go and we show up and it's like, well, look at this. You know what we need to do? Listen to me. God put this upon my heart. You know what we need to do? We need to celebrate each other's successes. We need to celebrate each other's successes. In other words, when Fremont gets their building, you can't go, oh, man, I got their building, man. It's not our building. No, we go, you got your building? Yeah! That's what I'm talking about! It may come next month. It may come next year. I don't know when it's going to come, but when it comes, I want you to know something, Fremont. I'm ready to jump. I'm ready to jabalani with you. I'm ready to jump with you. 
when Victory Outreach Oakland has their church bigger than their events, I'm jumping with you. I'm jumping with you. There, there are big churches in Oakland. Why can't Victory Outreach be one of the biggest churches there in Oakland? Why not? Why not? More souls in church, less souls in hell. That's the way I see it. More so, now we're not perfect. I'm not saying that every single person here is you're making it to heaven. No, you got to work out your own salvation. But I just love the fact that we can't we have a, a great batting average, a higher percentage of more people in church and prayerfully through God's glory and God's might, less people in hell. For those of you that think, well, man, why do they talk about numbers? You know, why is he talking? If numbers wasn't a big deal, it wouldn't be a book in the Bible. It's a book in the Bible. Numbers matter. Numbers matter. You know how many Christians and theologians get mad over 144,000 and the Bible says this and the numbers in seven days. People get all, but then when it comes to church, oh no, that's a sin. No, it's not. You just need to make sure that that greed doesn't get inside of your heart and it doesn't start manipulating what's going on in there. So listen to me. I believe, I truly, truly believe that Victory Outreach Oak, Victory Outreach you guys are going to be one of the biggest churches in your city that people are going to see you and they're going to see a lighthouse in the midst of the darkness they're going to show up at your church at 1, 2 in the morning and someone's going to be there to pray for them someone's going to be right there to pray for them see right now we, we can't do that we don't have our building right so we tell people come to our houses but it's like oh man well, where do you live How do you do? but one of these days see we're not going to get a building just to have a building. We're going to have a building so it can be a lighthouse. So that when gang members are there on the streets and they go from their house and they get a gun and they put it in their car and they're ready to go do a drive-by for some reason, they go, man, I think I should go by that church. It's 3 in the morning. I don't know what it is, but I think I need to go over there. And they go to that church, and someone's right there with the door wide open. Come on in. I'll pray for you. Lay hands on you. This vision is powerful. This vision unites. This vision empowers. Victory Outreach Fremont, something is on its way. Victory Outreach Oakland, something is on its way. Heart of the Bay, it's on its way. It's on its way. Lift your hands with me here tonight. Come on, lift your hands with me here tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, just begin to worship Him right now. Just begin to worship Him right now. I know you don't see it. I know you don't see it. You just see the problems in your ministry. You see the problems in your family. You're saying, I can never get over this problem. And God's saying, oh, I got more for you. I got more for your family. I got more for your ministry. I got more for your church. But can you see it? Can you see it?